Hey there, Cowboy fans. Welcome to the Big D Beatdown. I am Austin Smith, your host, and today I am joined by Ken Cunningham and Ty Rogers, two of our contributors over at Pigskin Nuts. And this is the Big D Beatdown. We are an unbiased podcast on America's team. And we are sponsored by Pigskin Nut as well as Pigskin Nut Radio. Now we have a radio site where you can find all our podcasts and all our shows. Pigskin Nut and PigskinNutRadio.com. Remember, Pigskin Nut is the football news that you've been missing. Today, Ken, Ty, and I are going to all talk about... Some of the first-round uh, success the Cowboys have, and specifically, seven of our last nine first-round selections have made Pro Bowls. And six of those seven are still on the roster, with Des Bryant obviously having uh, been cut last offseason. But, uh, you know, in a first-round pick, you don't always just want a guy that's Pro Bowl level. You have high hopes for those first-round picks, as high now as it's ever been with the as big as the draft has gotten. So you want to see that next Hall of Famer. You want to see that guy, the next guy to get his number retired. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about which one of these first-round picks that we've taken in the last nine years really has a chance to be the next one in that ring of honor there at uh, Cowboys Stadium. So, uh, Ty, I'm going to start with you today. You know, we've got Tyron Smith. We've got Travis Frederick. We've got Zach Martin. We've got Zeke Elliott. We've got Byron Jones. And then we have Leighton Vanderesh. Who is your first round uh, pick that you think really has a shot to get enshrined into that Cowboys Ring of Honor? Let me tell you something. That is a hard list to, to differentiate between because all of those guys, the way that they're producing now, have a shot at being Ring of Honor guys. If I'm going to be what I am, which is I'm an offensive line guy, I'm an offensive line coach. Um, Tyron Smith, I believe, is the most solid name out of that group to be the next Ring of Honor guy. Uh, and, I, I mean, obviously, we can look at Zeke Elliott, and because of the production and because of the things that he can do and will continue to do, I believe, he's going to have the numbers just like Emmett did. Um, but Tyron Smith, when you look at what is your prototypical left tackle, Tyron Smith is it. Um, and not just because of his, his genetic lottery winning, uh, the fact that, you know, he is one of the more fit, more strong, more mobile left tackles that have ever really played the game, but he is a incredible technician. He is a guy who, when you're talking about going up against elite pass rushers in the NFL, there are multiple clips of him on film just stoning guys, taking guys who are speed rushers and being able to stay right inside of them, uh, you know, where his uh, outside knee is, on, is split in their crotch and is half man on those guys, and they can't run around them, they can't run through them. Um, you know, he's a, a dominant run blocker. And I just believe that he's going to be a Hall of Fame left tackle, first of all. Um, but when we talk about the guy that's going to get the most, I guess, credit, and I mean, that offensive line, uh, a lot of people, you know, I, I believe really underappreciate the Cowboys offensive line uh, that is in its current form. Uh, three pro bowlers uh, potentially every year with Frederick 
and uh, Tyron Smith than Zach Martin. Not every offensive line has that, and even in the 90s, uh, when we talk about Nate Noon and Eric Williams and Larry Allen, that happened later in the dynasty. It wasn't always that way. Um, so those three mainstays, like I said, they're, they're an underappreciated group. But I truly believe when it comes down to who is going to pave the way for the Cowboys to return to the Super Bowl, uh, when we talk about up front on the offensive line, Tyron Smith's the guy. And uh, I think that he's going to be a guy, and it already is a guy that's loved by the franchise, uh, that has uh, you know, adjusted his contract, done the things that Jerry Jones wanted him to do, um, fought back from injury. I mean, there's nobody who I think represents what we see as America's team, uh, the attitude, the things that we as Cowboys fans believe uh, that you know, uh, make somebody a ring of honor worthy. Now, ultimately, let's be honest, it's Jerry's ring of honor at this point. Uh, but I think that him and Jerry Jones have a great relationship. And so I, I think Tyron Smith would be the guy. Hey, very good points there, Ty. Uh, uh, you know, not much I can disagree with. Ken, what say you? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to agree with, with Ty on, on that. And I'll stay, I'll stay with the same group and I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Zach, Zach Martin, uh, 2014 first round pick. 16th overall, you know, at that time, a lot of Cowboys fans were, you know, banging the table for Johnny Manziel. And, you know, instead, Cowboys take take Zach Martin. And, you know, what a what a pick that that turned out to be. I mean, this guy just the, the guy's a warrior. He goes he goes about the game the right way. You never have to question his toughness. You never have to question his loyalty to the team. I mean, we're talking about a guy that in his rookie year wasn't was an all pro an all pro player i mean you just you don't see that very often especially especially on the offensive line he was he was the first rookie offensive lineman to be first team all pro since like 1947 i think dick dick huffman or, or something 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 like that i mean it, it's 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 honestly remarkable and you know that was just that was just the start of it i mean the guys the guy's made the Pro Bowl every single every single season that that he's played. I think he's been an All Pro four times and a first team All Pro like three three of those times. And you know, and talking about his toughness, I mean, up until last year, the dude never missed a game. And last year, I mean, he had a pretty there was a pretty scary pretty scary injury uh, in the in the preseason. Where you know you're already down, Travis Frederick. You know, you know Tyron Smith. You know is you know with his back. You never know when he might miss a game, and then all of a sudden you get a cornerback take out uh, take out his knees like that. It was scary. And to be honest, as dominant as he was last year, he wasn't healthy the probably the entire season. Like I don't think that knee ever got to full health. But I'll tell you what, he gutted it out, and he was still one of the best players. On that line, he's one of the best players in the entire league at his position. And, you know, he's 100% on the path to being Canton. And I can't imagine that the way that he is a leader, the way he's respected in the locker room, the way he's respected by Coach Garrett, by Jerry Jones, by all the Joneses, that he will not, you know, he'll find himself in that in that ring of honor someday. And, you know, it's one of my favorite players on the team, and you have to have nothing – Nothing but, but respect for that, man. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, guys, uh, you know, one thing that I think um, 
you know, can't be lost on either one of those guys is the uh, is the possible length they could play. I mean, with Zach Martin, the durability, the ability, I mean, you're exactly right. He gutted through that early season injury. I mean, this is a guy who has uh, has just been incredibly durable through his career, has shown no signs of, 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 of wearing down or, you know, of, of becoming injury prone. I mean, this is a guy that, that very well could play 12, 13, 14 years. And when you're talking about at, at that stage, maybe eight, nine, 10 Pro Bowls, how many all pro teams? I mean, at, at some point, you know, every box just gets checked off. And, 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 you know, you look at him similar to the way we did with Emmett, where it's like, man, this guy was just healthy and played a long time. And by the end of it, he was, you know, he was setting cowboy marks and even NFL marks that we've never seen broken before. So, you know, I look at the durability thing with Zach Martin and in just, uh, you know, it, it's going to give him an opportunity to be viewed in the same light. And guys, I never thought I would say this. It's going to give him an opportunity to be viewed in Dallas in the same light as Larry Allen. And Larry Allen is one of the most dominant offensive linemen to ever play this game. And it's not that they play the game the exact same way, but their production at that level, them getting the job done, you know, at the end of the day, Zach Martin is one of the best in the business and has been since he stepped into the league. Larry Allen is one of the was one of the best in the business. So, you know, I, I definitely look at that. Uh, and with Tyron Smith, you know, people forget how young this guy came into the NFL at. They forget that, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say either Travis Frederick or Zach Martin are older than Tyrone, Tyron Smith, who was drafted before the both of them. And I can't remember which one, but one of the two is actually older than him. So Tyron Smith, you know, it's funny to think that this is a veteran. This is a, a guy that's been in the league a while, but yet... Under NFL standards, he still could have another seven, eight years in the league. And I know he is a little bit more injury prone. I, I know he, he has some back issues that are always probably going to be a concern through the rest of his career. But in the same sense, this is a guy that they the, the legs aren't slowing down. The feet aren't slowing down. You know, the, the strength isn't slowing down. This is a guy that, you know, Ty hit it right on the head. This guy is just a, a flawless technician. And, and outside of the God-given gifts that he's got, you know, he works so hard at his game. And if the feet aren't slowing down and the strength's not going away, I, I just, I, as long as he's healthy enough to go on the football field, this guy is going to be one of the premier left tackles in the league. And between the two, maybe I lean toward Tyron Smith. As far as, uh, you know, the, the ring of honor, simply because he plays the left tackle position. And we all know how important that position has come, you know, has become in the NFL. But, um, but you know, I, one way or another, I, I think both these guys are easily on the, the right track to, to get into that ring of honor. And who knows? We might be redefining the triplets when... When it comes their time, it may be the new triplets. We've always talked about who's going to be the next quarterback, running back, receiver combo. Was it going to be, you know, T.O. and Marion Barber and Tony Romo? Is it going to be Dak and Amari and Zeke? Hey, the next triplets may darn well be 
Travis Frederick, Zach Martin, and Tyron Smith when we talk about going into the Ring of Honor. Um, having said that, you know, we didn't, you know, we, we mentioned Zeke, and obviously he is on a pace to really, I mean, and, and Emmett Smith's numbers are going to be hard to be broken when it comes to the NFL. But as far as getting into the top five, top ten of all time rushing, Zeke Elliott is certainly on a pace that could make that happen. Now, uh, he's obviously got to stay healthy. That's the number one thing for any running back. He's also got to obviously, you know, stay out of trouble, which here recently we had some an issue in Vegas that's still kind of getting to the bottom of it. Didn't seem like much, but we never know what underlying issues may may not have been involved in the film. So, um, so you know, he's obviously got to make sure and stay focused on on the professional side of things. But but this is a guy if he keeps carrying the ball at this pace, you know, and and gaining these yards, it, it's going to be hard to see him not start jumping a lot of names year by year on that all-time rushing list. And, you know, we, we didn't talk about Des Bryant because he's no longer on this roster. But at the end of the day, this is a, another another number 88. This is a guy who, when his time was done, he was leading the Cowboys in a lot of receiving categories. So, you know, uh, uh, right now I think uh, – <laughs> I think there would need to be some mending of the relationship that he has with Jerry Jones and the Cowboys franchise because obviously he had some parting words when he was let go, and that's that's understandable. He's a human being. We know his, how he wears his emotions on his sleeves. You know, we don't necessarily like it, but, you know, there's going to have to be a time where where maybe there's an apology or there's a, you know, a situation where he's, you know, he's out there representing the Cowboys on a, uh, a media format or, you know, as a captain and, you know, he kind of wins this fan base over again. That's really going to be something I think that's necessary if he's got a chance. And with a guy like Byron Jones, you know, obviously he and Leighton Vanderesh both haven't been here long enough to really know if what they're doing is going to be the norm or it was just a career year. So a lot of possibilities in there. I think I'm I'm giving Tyron Smith the edge over Zach Martin on my boat. Uh, if if you're gonna hold me to the fire and say that I can't choose one, you guys said, then you know what? Like I say, let's make it the triplets: Travis Frederick, Zach Martin, Tyron Smith. Let's put them all in together. But uh, right there, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and then we're gonna talk about uh, some of the first round picks that the Cowboys. Uh, have that have not yet made a Pro Bowl and what kind of upside we see coming there, as well as just some of the all-time Cowboys that are already out of the game that have that they're next in line to possibly join all the honorees in the Ring of Honor. So we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be right back. All right, guys, welcome back to the Big D Beat Down. I am your host, Austin Smith, and Ty Rogers and Ken Cunningham and I were just discussing... Some of the first round success the Cowboys have had and which one of those those all pro players that the Cowboys have brought in, whether Tyron Smith or Zeke Elliott or Zach Martin or Travis Frederick would be on the fast track to the ring of honor with the Cowboys. And uh, guys, we're going to start off this uh, this second part talking about uh, talking about Taco Charlton. This is the one guy 
of the uh, of the remaining first round picks on this roster who has not reached that success. We saw Leighton Vanderesh do it instantly. We saw a coaching change with Byron Jones. You know, all of a sudden now he's back to playing corner and he's got a coach that fits the scheme that fits him best. And all of a sudden he's he's making a Pro Bowl. Guys, I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask you this, and Ty will start with you. What do you think it's going to take? And let's be reasonable because we know, yes, obviously, if Taco could start getting double-digit sacks each year, that could get things turned in the right direction. But but let's be reasonable. Taco, you know, nothing we've seen shows us that he can do that, even at the collegiate level. So in order to start living up to that first round, that first round pick that we gave to him, what's one of the things that you want to see from Taco Charlton? Well, the biggest thing I want to see for Taco Charlton when I look at film and I look at the way that he plays, he's not a very good guy about being able to to really turn the speed rush on. Uh, you know, take Lawrence when he wants to get outside of you, he's going to get outside of you. There's nothing that most NFL tackles can do when he wants to hit that speed rush uh, to get to the pass, you know, to, to get to the quarterback. Um, Robert Quinn, Robert Quinn, when you watch his film, Robert Quinn's a pretty special player. I think that he's the steal of free agency, to be honest with you, because Robert Quinn can do both. Robert Quinn has tremendous acceleration when he pass rushes, but he's a technician. He is strong. He can take guys and put them in the quarterback's lap. Uh, I don't know that Taco is is built that way where he can be uh, just a, a bully out there and be maybe that boundary side defensive end who, when they do want to set a protection, uh, max protect on the backside, that he can be a guy who, uh, you know, his numbers come up because he is able to to get that one-on-one matchup with maybe not the, the best pass-blocking uh, tackle and, and really just overpower people. So I'd like him to, to be more, uh, you know, to be able to accelerate better in his, his pass rush and set guys up so that he could be the guy when he gets one-on-one matchups to get that sack. Uh, because between Demarcus Lawrence and Robert Quinn, you're going to have to put a sixth man in there for protection. If you protect five with those two guys on the on either side, you're going to get sacked. I mean, it's just bottom line. Particularly with as good as secondary has been uh, under uh, Chris Richard, uh, those guys are going to take care of, of making quarterbacks have to go off for their first read and not be able to throw the ball immediately. So if he really wants to, to improve, I think he's got to be more disciplined in the way that he rushes, meaning that he uses that speed rush more, and he's got to be able to accelerate better. Uh, if he doesn't do that, he's got to be a better technician. And uh, I just don't know that he's the type of guy from his work habits and the way that he you know uh, practices that he's going to become a, an excellent technician. Now, you know, with the uh, addition of Robert Quinn, maybe he learns from him. Maybe he understands a little better uh, and becomes a better player. But, uh, the, you know, the one thing, if you look at him and Randy Gregory, obviously Randy Gregory's got problems. But Randy Gregory has acceleration that, that Taco Charlton doesn't. And if I'm going to pick between two of them as a defensive ends coach without all the other factors, I'm picking Randy Gregory because of that. And so – you know, I, I love to see him be better at, at, at being able to accelerate on the pass rush, set tackles up, and be able to come underneath or be able to use a long arm rush 
and really use that length that he does have uh, to be a more productive player. Yeah, very good. Uh, Ken, you know, I've been I've been dreading asking you this because you were pretty hard on Taco the last time <laughs> we talked. All right, Ken, let's hear it, man. Give me put put your optimist hat on and tell me one thing that you think can get Taco turned around. I think Taco's biggest problem is when you look at a pass rusher, they all have that they all have their go-to move, what what they do best. And that's kind of what Taco Taco struggles with he doesn't really have that go-to it was he's kind of like you know pretty good at a couple different things and that made him you know at the collegiate level he was able to you know you know punish some people especially in his last season you know he started off a little slow uh but when he got to you know his third year he really he really picked it up and for him it's like you look at like Demarcus Lawrence and that guy is just so damn good with his hands. His the way he moves his hands, he he makes he makes tackles look stupid. He the way he comes at you before he cuts, he's, he'll smack your right hand and then smack your left hand. The 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 tackle's giving himself a hug, and the next thing you know, Demarcus Lawrence is sacking your quarterback. And then you talk about Randy Gregory, and I mean that dude is just that the bend that he has. He is just so damn quick off the ball that. Before Tackle has his head up, you know, he's already around the corner. And Taco doesn't really have any of – he doesn't really have that go-to. And that's what he needs to find. I mean, he's like a – he's a 4 guy, so he's not going to have that burst. But if he can work – if he can – if he can, you know, work on his hand placement a little better or even his footwork where maybe, you know, he can give you a little, a little shake to the outside and then come underneath with a rip move and, and beat you to the inside – he needs to find something that it could it could be his go-to, and you know, if he can't find that pass rushing move, then at the very least he needs to he needs to get better at at setting the edge and allowing these backers to scrape over and you know help out in the run game. If you're not going to be a third you know a third and eight, get edge of the quarterback guy. You got to at least when you get in there for these running plays, you can't get beat there either because. You got. I mean, you got to have one of the two. It, it's it's got to be something. And like I said, he had a start. He he started off slow at Michigan, and he really picked it up. I mean, he's a young kid. He's going into year three. I mean, some people just figure it out by year three. The National Football League isn't a league that you come in and you dominate right away. I mean, it's like you see quarterback struggle. You see defensive. You, you see defensive end struggle. Really, I mean, you see wide receivers really struggle early. Uh, you know, outside of like the outside of you know offensive linemen and running backs, I mean, it takes a few years for guys to really figure out this game, and maybe this is the year that that he does that he does figure it out. And you know, for the Dallas Cowboys' sake, you know, I I, I hope he does. Yeah, don't worry, Ken. I'll give you your twenty bucks after the show for saying those nice things. <laughs> <laughs> now, seriously, uh, you know, guys, y'all both made some excellent points. And at the end of the day, um, look, Taco is a guy that he's got to understand first and foremost that he's not going to be Randy Gregory. He's not going to be Robert Quinn. He's not even going to be Demarcus Lawrence when it comes to that explosion off the line, which all three of those guys have very, very good explosion. Um 
having said that, though, that doesn't mean that he doesn't need to upgrade what he does have. And to your point, Ty, about him, hey, bud, we've got to get a little bit better, you know, getting off that snap and getting around the corner. We need, you know, a little bit, just a little bit more juice from you. I'll say this much. Every little bit's going to help because the things that Taco does have working in his favor, which starts with his incredible length, that was the top trait of his coming into this draft. Well, with length means that you can guarantee that you're getting your hands on that guy. With that being said, I need one of two things from you when you get your hands on him. I need you to either be a technician. I need you to be able to, you know, punch that 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 correct shoulder in order to get him to turn and then be able to coordinate your, your footwork in your hands in order to then swim or rip or even throw a spin in there once you've got him off balance a little bit with an initial punch. Oh, otherwise, if it's not going to be with technique, it's got to be with power. I got to know that, hey, if that punch isn't going to be properly placed, that it's just going to flat out jarring. You're just going to put a, a hand or two in some scenarios into his frame and you are going to knock him off balance. Guys, that is the key to rushing the passer is getting that guy off balance. Hey, there are guys out there like a, like a Jadavion Clowney, like a Von Miller, like a, a, a Khalil Mack, and even Miles Garrett, you know, starting to come into his own. There are guys like that that are just so freakishly athletic that out of their stance, they can just blow by you. And there's nothing you could have done with the exception of just getting a better jump off the snap yourself. I mean, that's that's just the truth. There are guys out there like that, but they're few and far between. The rest of them have to focus on getting a guy off balance. And that's what Taco needs. And it, one way or another, whether it's a little bit quicker first step in order to get tackles into a little bit of a, a panic mode in their kick slide where they're like, hey, man, he, he he's really pushing my edge. I've got to get there now, get there now. Whether it's that, that extra quickness, which, like I say, is never going to be great from Taco, but it can be good enough. Or whether it's that... That added strength, which, hey, he added strength last year just to turn around and get injured early on in the season when some of that kind of became negated, you know, um, or or it's, whether it's technique, one way or another, he has to figure a way to get guys off balance. And, you know, if he can do that, then, yes, he can find a role. And that's not just on the edge. If you can do that, then, yeah, maybe we can move you into the three technique spots in some scenarios on a pass rush you know in order to help but he's got to use that length better to to his advantage because on this roster outside of maybe randy gregory nobody's got better length than taco charlton um guys we're gonna wrap up this show real quick i'm gonna ask you this we're gonna get back to the ring of honor talk and and throw it out there next guy in line who is the next guy that makes the the ring of honor for the dallas cowboys and we're going to make this quick, too. Yeah. I'll, I'll go ahead and start with Ken. Go ahead yeah, and let sure. us know real quick. I'll make it quick. I think it's time. I think it's time for Jerry to do the right thing and to break the Internet. And it is time for Jimmy Johnson, another coach, to make this ring of honor. And I'll, I'll, by my arguing point, I'll make it quick. I mean, he won two Super Bowls with the Dallas Cowboys. If he doesn't get fired, Cowboys probably win four straight Super Bowls. Ooh, I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, Ty. What do you say, sir? 
It's a pretty hot take right there, and uh, I agree. Jimmy Johnson is uh, definitely the guy who uh, you know I would think would be the most worthy. Um, the triplets are in. The the one guy's missing. Larry Allen's in. The one guy's missing from that era is Daryl Johnson. Um, there's nobody who defines the fullback position better. I can't imagine that he's not the next guy on the list um, just because uh, he's a unique uh, player and somebody who means a, you know, a ton to the Cowboys organization. So I will say the Moose is indexed. Gosh, guys, y'all took the two right out of my mouth. Jimmy Johnson and Moose, I love it. Both those guys absolutely deserving. Jimmy belongs in. I don't care what anybody says. He belongs in the hall. And Moose does as well. And you know what? I'm going to say this too. I don't know how they could make it work. Larry Allen kind of represents that 90s offensive line. But prior to Larry Allen, I mean, we still had one of the best offensive lines in football. I don't know if Mark Tuanay or Nate Newton or Stepnoxky or Eric Williams ever get in. John Giesick and, and Kevin Gogan were kind of the guys after that, the, the, the fifth guys through their time before Larry Allen got there. But I'd sure like to find a way to get some form of that offensive line. And I'm talking about, you know, back when Emmett was fresh, you know, into there. But at the end of the day, Larry does represent a little bit. And I think Moose would be another... Uh, Another nod in that effort to, hey, we've got the rushing champ, and the reason is is because we had a darn good group blocking for the run. I think Moose would be another, uh, you know, cap tip in that direction. But, uh, guys, we're going to wrap it up there. That is all we have time for here at the Big D Beatdown. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, our next episode, we are going to go into some of the breakout candidates on the Cowboys roster for the 2019 season. For now, thanks for listening. I'm Austin, joined by Ty Rogers and Ken Cunningham. This is the Big D Beatdown. Y'all have a good night.